Hello and welcome to the third ever episode of the Gear Up Podcast. Um, for the first time ever, we are on Spotify. If you want to listen to the last two episodes, those are over on Buzz, Buzzsprout. I'll release the first episodes of every month over there. Uh, but all four episodes a month from now on will be here on Spotify. So, I decided that we're going to do about some, a 45-minute show. For those that don't know, the new Spotify listeners, this is a show that covers uh, seven sports, uh, basically the five major sports here in America, as well as the two major college being football and basketball. Um, so, yeah, uh, I cover the trending topics. Uh, right now, we're doing a ton of college basketball content, as March Madness is right around the corner, and college basketball is one of my favorites. Uh, in fact, uh, the big thing we're doing today, um, 30 minutes here on the show, is that we're going to be um, – we're going to be – we're going to look at Bracket Matrix. We're going to use that, and we're going to be uh, making – filling out our bracket based on right now. Now, obviously, it's unrealistic because it's 64, and also four teams have to be left out from the 16s in order to make their bracket work on this website. But whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so here we go. Uh, we're not going to be doing that right now, though. That will be the back 30 minutes of the show. So we're going to do – probably try to, try to get 15 minutes of content in here. We might end up just doing it really early. All right, so first, let's talk about the NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, so all in all, it was okay. Um, so let's start out. The All-Star Game was fantastic. Uh, I love the you have to get to this score to win. I think that's fantastic, and it created that amazing LeBron game-winning shot in Cleveland, which is such a storybook ending. The script writers did, outdid themselves on this one. Um, the three-point contest was great. Cat, the final round, everyone put up more than 25, which it's, it's, I think it's been a while since that's happened. Cat had the, uh, Cat won as a big man, which is sick. Uh, he had the record for most points in the final. So, so yeah, all the credit there to Cat. Really happy for him. Um, the skills competition, I think a lot of people didn't understand it, uh, I saw it on Twitter and Reddit, I understood it, I understood it, but generally, uh, great half-court shot by Evan Mobley, Darius going to have an amazing showing in the skills competition, uh, yeah, um, Rising Stars was fantastic, too, uh, that was probably, that might have been the best part of the night, I just think, because the coaches started here at the end, you gotta get to 50, I don't know, I liked it, uh, but the thing I was talking about, the thing that make people... Skew their beliefs, kind of. That this is terrible gun time. This is terrible. Sorry, sorry for that. Um, for the mic thing there. Uh, the thing that kind of skews them is the fact that uh, the dunk contest was probably the worst in NBA's history, and that's you know that's something to say. That's a statement. Stephen A. Smith also agreed. Now I don't agree with most of Stephen A. Smith's takes, but this one I do agree with. Um, it's truly. Uh, ridiculous, I guess is the word, uh, that this would even be, th- uh, these are the competitors, because we want Zach Levine, we want Ant, we want, uh, Ja, and those players aren't competing, and the contest kind of suffers from it. Uh, Cole Anthony, he was fine, the dunk in the tens was really gimmicky, and he couldn't hit the other. There were so many misses. You don't see nearly this many misses in the dunk contest. And the fact that Obi Toppin did a pretty good job. He won for a reason. But there was no 50s. And there's no 50s in dunk contest. That's that's a showing the quality of the dunks. Let's be honest, they were pretty poor. And when the quality of dunks are pretty poor, the event is pretty poor. So, yeah. 
Um, Juan Toscano Anderson. I like him as a player. He's a good in-game dunker. He didn't really work in this scenario, which is the issue with it. A lot of them are good in-game numbers, but not a lot of pizzazz. Zach Levine's dunk in the Elsha game is probably better than any of the dunks they pulled off in the um, dunk contest. Uh, Jalen Green was atrocious. He got booed because he missed so many dunks. It took forever. And he, and he ended up missing all the dunks. Just embarrassing for him. Um, yeah, I don't know how to fix it, honestly. I've, I'm an old man just screaming get off my lawn because I have no idea how to fix it here. I just know that something needs to be done. Um, I will, I will say the new format for all-star speaking teams is fantastic. I think all NBA fans are a fan of it. Whoever whoever thought of that should figure out how to fix the dunk contest. You know what? That's my plan. Because the all-star game was pretty, was pretty terrible, and they fixed that. So there you go. That's how you fix. <laughs> that is how you fix all-star uh, dunk contest. So there we go. That is my master plan. Oh, let's talk about some of the college basketball games this week because that was kind of the only sport that got some attention. We'll talk about a little bit of the MLB, um, the stuff that happened between them, the Players Association, and the league itself. So, um, Rutgers, my team, continued their run earlier um, beating Illinois. I was at that game. One of the best experiences I've ever had going to a game. It was fantastic. The, the atmosphere, I, I've been to the rack each of the last – Five years, I'd say. It's five years, and it's the it, the atmosphere gets better each time I go, and it's it was amazing. Uh, we lost to Purdue. I'm not going to get too mad over losing to a top five team on the road, uh, but yeah, uh, the top sixteen was revealed. I don't. What it showed us was um, the quad one wins matter, matter a lot, and net it he this is a direct quote net is kind of used as a first tool. But it's not the end-all, be-all by any means necessary. Um, I thought that was just interesting from the reveal. Baylor was five. I thought that was a little questionable. But it is what it is. Um, I, I thought, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tennessee beat Kentucky. That's a huge win for them. I thought Tennessee was um, pretty bad, but they, they've gone to this conversation. UConn, you know what, UConn fans, um, I've trashed you the most on this podcast out of any team by far, and guess what? You deserve to be in the tournament. I'm not going to try to argue with you anymore. You've had, you've had some great wins this week. UConn is a fantastic squad, and yeah, they just they just do. Um, if we want to gloss, we're going to gloss over in a second while we, while we fill out um, our bracket, but but in ge- but in general, um, yeah, I thought that Tennessee being Kentucky was huge. I'm not Providence being Villanova was this week, right? Yeah, Providence. No, sorry, Villanova being Providence. My bad, my bad. Uh, was that was a good game? I think Providence was a big choker on that end. Indiana's uh falling. Des- they're falling hugely. Uh, they should have beat Wisconsin. They should have beat Ohio State, and they lost both games by choking, which is something they did in the Archie Miller days, and we thought we were they were past those days, but apparently not. Iowa picked up a huge win. Looks like they're going to be in Michigan today from where I am right now. The, the, this, the game will have ended. Actually, you know what? It might have been right now. It's going to be my life reaction because this is huge Rutgers. Let's go. All right, what happened? <laughs> I, need, I need Iowa to lose here. Let's check ESPN. Um... Yeah, but no, there's some there's some big games today that will also you probably know what happened uh, in oh frick I will blow them out well well then 
I'm Michigan State. You're failing me. I'm disappointed in you. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's a good one for Iowa. I just got Ohio State, Michigan State. They're probably a German team now. Lock, uh, Michigan. We gotta talk about Jawan Howard. That's good. That, 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 that's just discussion we gotta have. Um, it is ridiculous to, it's not really a punch. It wasn't a punch. I'm not gonna call it a punch. To slap or put your hands on another coach two times in one year. That's unacceptable. That's a terrible culture build for your players. The fact that you, the fact that um, the players supposed to be punching other players in different games is ridiculous. Uh, he should have been after this regular season. I would argue the whole season because it's been it's happened two times in one year. Um, I don't think he should be fired. I think he should be gone for the season. Do have the regular season at least though? So at at least that's the case. Uh, I'm here talking about Michigan Wisconsin rematch. It's unlikely to happen as a Big Ten fan that I've on seen. It's very unlikely to happen. Either Wisconsin's got to get ridiculously hot, or Michigan also has to get excited, or and and the other person has to do the opposite. So we'll see what happens um, there. But it, it's just you, you can't do that. Um, and there's for those people saying it's ridiculous from the call him out there anyway. Uh, there is some evidence that's been brought up that he called a timeout just a couple of weeks ago, uh, being up 15 in a game. I think it was against Indiana. And uh, he got no backlash from it. Also, his press conference, there was no apologies. He apologized after he got convicted, which isn't really saying much about his character. Um, but yeah, overall, a messy situation. A situation where Jawan Howard completely messed up. And you, you can't be doing that kind of stuff. So yeah. Um, what else? Oh yeah. MLB, MLBPA, um, the fact that they had, they had a meeting and it ended 15 minutes and and that is not okay. You got it. Just the season has to happen. You're gonna lose a ridiculous amount of revenue if the season doesn't happen. And you're gonna, you're losing your fans right now. It's clear you don't care about your fans in the first place. But losing fans means losing money. And baseball is already on a downhill. And as a baseball fan, I know some people are boycotting it, and it's it's ridiculous. Um, they've said they're gonna meet every day starting Monday. I haven't seen a lot. I haven't checked on the situation since this weekend. But yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know what that's gonna be. I don't know how they're gonna settle. So that so yeah. That's 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 your ten minute recap of the whole week in sports. Let's get to um let's get to the main thing for today and let's fill out a bracket of all these teams. Now I'm gonna do a disclaimer. There are some conference matchups because it literally is the order that lists in bracket matrix the top 64 teams, meaning that number one, some of these matchups aren't possible because you got eight teams playing eight seeds, and that you can't. That's not gonna happen. Um, but mostly it's pretty accurate. It's mostly pretty accurate. All right, let's go over it. Now I can actually move people in this bracket. I just have the bracket I can view. If I can see, I can. Yeah, I can. I don't like, okay, so yeah, uh, so I just have to remember, I have pretty good memory of this kind of stuff, but if I trip up, just, it's fine, and if I do trip up, it's, it's gonna be a close game. Alright! The first game, it's a nail-biter, Gonzaga versus Longwood. Now, credit to Longwood, uh, for currently being Winthrop, I, I really thought Winthrop was gonna win this, the Big South this year. Uh, I think that's an easy Gonzaga, uh, pick though. Uh, Gonzaga looks almost better than they did last year. They're, dom they're dominating the best WCC we've had in 
possibly ever, or a very long time at least. Um, so there you go, Gonzaga, you move on. Then we've got a real name Uh This would not be possible to purchase two eight seats against each other. Um, the Iowa Hawkeyes or the Murray State, I don't know their last name. <laughs> um, not the, the mascot, that's my bad. Um, this one is tough. Murray State is, is, is really, really good. Um, they're getting no love from the committee, and it's showing, you know, rectologists, I think they're an 8 or an 8 or a 9 seed. But, Iowa has shown they can beat big teams, but in, in, just generally, you look at the squad, and I just think Murray State will pull off the upset. There you go. My first upset pick, it's a 32-33 upset. These are in, like, 1-6-4 order. Uh, so it's not really, it's not really a big upset. <laughs> But Murray State moves on. They will play Gonzaga in the next round. Moving on. The Houston... This is an interesting one. You got Houston Cougars and uh, North Texas Mean Green. Yeah, I know them. Um, so, Houston is listed as 16. North Texas, 49. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you right now. North Texas feels slightly low. Um, I don't think they should be those low. I think they're at 12 seed right now. And they shouldn't be a 12 seed. They're really, really good. Uh, 12-5. So, North Texas. See, Houston has lost to SMU and Memphis. And they've shown that they're not great against the top AAC teams. So, we have no idea how to evaluate Houston. Because the AAC is so terrible this year. But I'm going to go with the upset again. I like upset. North Texas. North Texas is going to be a really popular upset pick come March. Just because of how dynamic and fluid and just overall fantastic their team is um so yeah i think north texas hampstead pulls off who are they facing though well that's to be decided to be matched between texas and memphis um memphis is a weird one um i'm not gonna pick three upsets because i'm gonna pick texas here but memphis is a weird one because they couldn't make a run just because of the sheer talent they have on that squad uh when you have Imani Bates. And Jalen Duran on one team that generally becomes pretty over, uh, excuse me, powered. Um, but overall, I could, I could see, I guess I could see them win. But I think Texas has got so much talent, and they really. Can you imagine if they had that kind of transfer and losing the first round again? I don't think it's gonna happen. Texas moves on. Duke Blue Devils, Princeton Tigers. As much as I want to say Duke. It's probably not going to happen. Now, Now Duke has lost big games before, but this Duke team is pretty solid. Um, to be honest with you, I've watched like one Princeton game all year. They're pretty good. But, I mean, if, if I had to just – they're <laughs> Duke's – I'm not going to pick like a 14-3 to upset in this mock thing. I'm not – I love upsets, but uh, – 13 to 4 is where I'm gonna really start. You know, I'm sure there will be an upset besides that one, but it's so hard to predict. Next one, this is a really fun one. We got, so Duke moves on, obviously. Next one's a really fun one, I think. Um, Marquette and Notre Dame. Um, see, Notre Dame is having a very underrated year. I don't think you guys are really understanding. Most of the college basketball community is really understanding how good a year they're having. At the moment of this video, I, uh, this, sorry, podcast, I believe they are tied or are second in the ACC. 
Which is, I mean, ACC is a pretty good conference. They're not as good. Now they're probably the worst Power Five conference. We're being honest here. But hey, the, Notre Dame is pretty solid. Um, Marquette is an upset machine. They're gonna be so tough to predict come tournament time. Um, I love their defense in general, but their offense can kind of. You saw in that crane game, it can kind of spew it sometimes, and they they're strained. It, it's tough to predict with the squad. Um, but I think I will go Marquette here, so it'll be Marquette and Duke. It's a game, by the way, for next round. Next one, Villanova and Wagner. Now, I'm going to stop, because I have the pulse to say Wagner. I'm not going to do it. Now, Wagner is, I believe, one of, in my opinion, one of the best um, uh, mid-majors, mid-major teams uh, right now. I think Wagner has shown they're really, really good. They have one loss in all of conference play. But they're not on Villanova's level as much as I like to think they are now. If they were a 12 seed, I think 12 high Wagner would be pretty popular. But I have to go Villanova just because of their sheer firepower and um, just how how much they bring to the table, how good Gillespie is. They don't pass the Gillespie as much as big times, but they have just so many guys who can score the ball, so many guys who can act in big situations because they know under Jay Wright's coaching how to do that. And so, um, that's my pick. Uh, so, moving on, we got USC and San Diego State. This is an interesting one. See, this I love March, man. So many interesting matchups that you would never see in the regular season. And so many potential upsets. USC, I don't think, is getting the credit they deserve with the media and with the community. Um, USC is really good. <laughs> they, uh, the UCLA win is... Huge. Isaiah Mobley's great. I just think they have so many guys who can score. The Pac-12 overall, they're, they're top three teams. There's, there's so much scoring on their squads. And that's that's overall what you like to see uh, in teams like this. Uh, San Diego State, they're finally in. Good for them. Um, I think they're, they're a good Mountain West team. I don't know if they're a great team. I think they deserve to be in, but San Diego State, I don't think is on the sheer um, firepower level as USC, so I'm going to have to go with USC. I think USC could definitely make a run turn. I think they're a really interesting team now. USC moves on. They'll play Villanova. Not a great game. Oh, the second round could be fantastic. Uh, next game we got, um, I would go as far as say it's pretty easy. Um, Auburn and... Long Beach State. Now, it's going to be honestly, especially with them being on the West Coast. Now, I've seen some East Coast majors. I have not seen a single Long Beach. Actually, no, that's a lie. It's a lie. I saw USCLA, Long Beach State. It's a lie. So, I have seen them. Um, and they they got blown out in every matchup they had with a big team. So, I don't think they're, they'll be making the tournament. <laughs> but, uh, and also, not in tournament, but I don't think they'll be beating Auburn. I think it's pretty simple here. I, I need to explain to you why Auburn, um, why I'm picking Auburn to beat Long Beach State. Do I? I don't think I have to explain that to you. Good, good. Okay. Um. So you know what these kind of eight nine matchups. Iowa State TCU. Now putting aside that this is impossible to have because this is a Big Twelve matchup. Now I'm not. Sh- I don't remember who won. I'm not gonna look it up. Season series. Pure judgment. Um, pure judgment, Iowa State is probably the better team. They're, I know they're, they've been worse in conference play, but just, they look better. 
Um, then TCU does if you just watch their play. TCU looks really flaky to me. I don't know why they're in such tournament talks. They're just overall to me they look really really flaky. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Iowa State there. Um, I think they bring on a lot of firepower. Next, so Iowa State will be playing on them. Next, we got Wisconsin and Chattanooga. Now, Chattanooga seems like one of the really good mid-majors. I watched a game the other day because I got ESPN Plus for this month um, because I want to watch the tournament, the college tournament games. Um, and Chattanooga looks pretty solid. Now, they're facing Wisconsin, and Johnny Davis is a force to be reckoned with. Certainly, he would be in the tournament. Um, but Chattanooga's got a squad. I'm not going to – because I think Wisconsin is so good. I'm not going to pick Chattanooga here. Um, I'm probably overrating them because I just love the majors. I look good against their opponents, which are far worse than the Big Ten opponents Wisconsin has to face on a weekly basis. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going Wisconsin here. But, yeah. Another matchup that would not be allowed to happen ever in a tournament, uh, UConn and Creighton. Now, this is also a really, really interesting matchup, so I will allow it. UConn and Creighton. This is interesting. So, UConn is surging right now. They're looking like one of the best teams in the tournament. Um, but in general, Creighton is two. See, these are two teams that are up on the rise. Creighton's win over Marquette is huge. It might be that win that, that says, all right, that puts them ahead of other bubble teams and gets them in the tournament right now. They're top on 11 seed. Uh, 12 seed, sorry. And so I, Crayon is surging, but as a as a showing of my support. Now I don't like UConn Rutgers fan. It's a showing my support and my sorrow to youth to you Husky fans for saying your team sucks and they clearly don't suck. UConn will be moving on to the second round. Okay, you happy? Cool. UConn Wisconsin will be in that second round. I think that's a great matchup. Moving on. Kentucky and Texas State. I don't have to think. I don't have to use a lot of my brain power um, on this one. I'm pretty sure that Kentucky can beat Texas State. I, I hope so. <laughs> Kentucky looks really dangerous here. They can definitely be one of those teams that makes it to the Final Four and does not surprise people at all. Um, I've not seen Texas State play at all this year, but personally, because I, I see them in tournament talks a lot. Um, their conference. So yeah, Kentucky moves on. Next one is a is a really fun mid-major battle. I'm really happy we got this. We got the Colorado State Buffaloes and San Francisco. I don't know. I don't know what their name is. Um, Colorado State and San Francisco. Interesting, interesting matchup. San Francisco, um, much like BYU, I don't have a ton of faith in them. They had a great start to the season, but they've started to fall off at points. Um, they can't, they truly can't overcome St. St. Mary's and Gonzaga. But let's be honest, n neither can the entire WCC at the moment. Um, them and BYU are kind of neck and neck for me. Right now, BYU is, I don't think they're in. Um, but, yeah, Colorado State had such a good start to the year. One of the last undefeated teams remaining. And they've kind of, they've been meh in Mountain West play. They seem to either beat you by 30 or lose to you by 30, and that's interesting come tournament time. <laughs> um, they haven't been amazing against the top man West competition. This is the first one. Like everyone I look at, I've looked at so far, I know who I think is gonna win. This is the first one I'm not sure. Um, 
2837. This is a this is a tough one to predict. Um I'm gonna go Colorado State. I think because They've had they had such a good start to the year and they've they're the higher seed. I I mean one in doubt you always pick the higher seed. That's just my opinion. Uh, but yeah, there you go. There's my pick. So they will play. So Colorado State will go on to play Kentucky. I'm trying to get enough upsets in here. I only got five upsets a lot. We'll see. The next one I I I, I want to, but I I can't pick an upset. Um. So we got Tennessee and Vermont. Vermont is a really solid squad. Um, they've struggled against Hartford. That was the game I watched them. So I'm sorry, Vermont fans. I saw one of your worst showings probably, um, in this entire year. Uh, but Tennessee is really good. Tennessee can absolutely make a run the tournament, and that's why Tennessee is moving on. I think in this tournament there will be a lot of there won't be a lot of first round upsets. There will be a lot of second round upsets, and I think you, you you'll start to see that. As we get here, and we get in the second round, we'll get there um soon. Uh, so yeah, so Tennessee moves on against Vermont. Next one, the matchup of teams I do not trust at all. Get LSU and Indiana. Now I was waiting for LSU because they were a prime example, of a team that could be beat in the tournament. But Indiana is also a prime example of a team I don't think is going to pull off an upset in the tournament. I, if I'm being honest with you, I don't think Indiana's going to make the tournament. I think they're going to fly out of it. They're going to skid out. Um. They're just pulling so hard right now. And I don't think they have. They truly um right now can do it. Uh, so I'm gonna go LSU. Very very hesitantly. I don't. Uh, I wish there was another 11th or 11 seed there because they would beat LSU. So LSU moves on. I'm sorry LSU, but I just don't trust your team. All right, moving on. We got the next 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 side of the bracket here. We got Arizona and Cleveland State. Once again, I want to pick the upset, but I wrote it. No. <laughs> Cleveland State cannot be Arizona. And if they do, if Cleveland State beats Arizona, I will do a three-hour podcast on how March Madness went. I'll do a three-hour podcast for you guys, okay? You can mark my words. If Arizona, if Cleveland State beats Arizona, now you got to get lucky with them getting seated with them. But if... If Arizona, if Cleveland State beats Arizona, I will do a three-hour podcast. Sick, cool. All right. So Arizona moves on. Seeing Hall and Wyoming. Ah, this one is tough. See, I had one going in, and now I'm not. I'm not so sure. Who comes out of this? <laughs> um, Wyoming is a very, very, very good team, um, but they've shown some weakness, if I lost to New Mexico, right, the worst team in the Mountain West, that, that's tough, that's, that really hurt my image of them, Cian Hall, Cian Hall is really good, and I hate to say that as a Rutgers fan, but especially when we play them, they're really good, and they seem to fall off um, a, a sort of clip recently, um, so this one is tough, because I want to pick Cian Hall. I also want to pick the upset, and I also want to pick Wyoming. Ah, <laughs> this one is tough because Cian Hall is such dynamic scores. <sighs> I think that's where I'm going with them. I think Cian Hall has the type of scores. I forget his name. I'm so sorry, but I forget his name. He's he's so good. He's like I think small forward. He's so 
good in crunch time. He knows how to play. And so that I gotta go see. Oh, he really awesome. It's like a long time. I'm sorry. Next one is Providence and Iona. Frick. That's still. It's Iona. I'm sorry. Actually, hmm. Um, so Providence, I think, has looked really good. Uh, it'll be fantastic. But Iona. Iona's been one of the best mid major squads. So I'm gonna do. For the sake of picking an upset, and for the sake of also Iona being one of the best mid major schools, I'm gonna award them. Remember, because you know, in fact, he almost beat Alabama in the tournament. Iona is moving on. There you go. Boom. Iona, you're moving on to the next round. Providence, um, now this is a big upset. 50 to 50 to 15. We're gonna ignore how big it went up. That's a 13 point upset. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I think that Providence has shown they're a little flaky. And in crunch time, I just, so far as I look at the metrics, don't like them. And now I don't give a, a lot. I don't give a lot of <laughs> about metrics, but um, in general, I think Providence is a little, a little overrated in general. It's a guy known as a little underrated in general. So this is perfect. There we go. I think I'm actually going a little, a little slow. Pick up the pace. Alabama and UNC. I think Alabama's going to win that. To be honest with you, right now, um, UNC. How are they if top four by? Because UNC, uh, <laughs> what do I say? UNC, they have I think two quarter ones now, so it's better than they used to. I still don't think they they should be in. I think they're undefeated in quad two and three, but they have a loss in quad four. And if you're gonna penalize Rutgers for loss in quad four, you better penalize UNC, but who has um a far less quad one wins than we do. So there you go. And also the quad wins are like I'm not they're not even, they're not quad one A. So yeah. Um moving on. We got Baylor and Liberty. Yeah, I can I can't pick Liberty. See Baylor, um I don't know whether the committee sees them. They clearly see something very good in them. But so I got I gotta say, um Baylor. That's pretty easy. So yeah, Baylor. Next one, Battle of the Mid Majors. We got St. Mary's. And we got um, Loyola Chicago. Um, so this is interesting. Uh, I think St. Mary's will come out of the win here. Loyola's look very flaky. They gotta win Arch Madness and to advance. And I'm not sure they're gonna win Arch Madness. Uh, Loyola is fantastic. They're a great squad. Um, I just I don't know if they can do this because. I think St. Mary's is easily one of the best mid-majors. Yeah, yeah, easily. So, yeah, St. Mary's will move on. They will face uh, Baylor in the second round. See how it goes. Next one, Texas Tech, New Mexico State. I'm going to freeze past this answer to that question. Is Texas Tech one of the best teams in the country? They're really underrated. I can't believe they're 10. They're higher than 10. Texas Tech moves on. Next one is Michigan State versus Davidson. This is this is the easiest upset pick I've seen so far. Davidson all the way. If you're leading the Atlantic Ten, a pretty good conference, not as good as it has been previous years, but a pretty good conference, then yeah, I'm gonna put you on to win over a team, Michigan State team that's lost I think four in a row, and they've shown they haven't done very well against some of the best teams in their own league, and honestly, some of the worst teams in their own league. Michigan State is falling quite quickly. And I think it's pretty easy here. So, Big David said, well, Michigan State is still see it high. All right. They lost by 26 to Iowa. They're not going to beat Davidson. 
Davidson moves on. Next one, we've hit, we've hit another, we've got a final quadrant of the bracket here. This might, this will let go if we go over 45 minutes. Ohio, no, that's not, not there's one. Kansas Colgate. Kansas and Colgate. Um, Colgate's cool. I liked, um, how they against Arkansas last year. But no, Kansas, we're gonna move on. Let's <laughs> not talk about the 1C16s really good. Let's move on. Next one, ooh, we got Boise State and we got Wake Forest. Now, Boise State seems like they're a little too high. I'm going to top 30 team in the country right now. Uh, I think we're one of the better teams in the Mountain West. Um, but in general, I think that um, they should. Sorry, I got lost, lost track of my word there. I think Wake Forest is better. I think that Wake Forest is kind of underrated here. They're one of the best ACC teams by far. They should not be in the bowl anymore. I think they're pretty solidly in. Um, so I'm going to pick Wake Forest to move on here uh, against Kansas. Next one we got is UCLA and South Dakota State. Ooh, this will be a fantastic game. I think South Dakota State's one of the easiest upset picks, depending on who they face. But it's UCLA. It's UCLA. We already made a really bold take with Providence, and I don't know if we want to do this. Yeah, here we do. You know what? Screw it. UCLA has shown so many weaknesses. They they look like a team that could get be in the first round. Definitely could be in the second round. So you know what? Why not? South Dakota State Jack Rowe one of the best mid-majors in the league right now. You're moving on past UCLA. Is that kind of dumb of me to say? What I did in real bracket? And eh, no. No, I probably wouldn't. But the, since I have no, there's no betting odds. There's nothing like here. South Dakota State, you can move on because I like you. And also, I think one of the best majors. I also think you're really, really underrated by this system. All right, moving on. I, I I have apologies in advance for everything I'm about to say. It is Ohio State versus Rutgers. Now we're on this, this matchup. Can't happen because it's a Big Ten matchup. Um, but okay, let's just go off of who won. Let's okay, Ohio State fans. Let's just go off who won the year. Who won earlier? We beat you. Beat we beat you by two. We came back. We should have won that game earlier. You have a great squad. I love EJ Liddell, but you clearly show you're flaky, and that's why Rutgers, who can be with beat five now five, because God dang it, Michigan State. Five problem teams is going to move on, and you're going to beat you. Okay, I think people would be predicting this anyway, but I I get to do it. You know what? Boom, Rutgers moves on. I get to advance my team when they have a legitimate chance of advancing. Okay, cool. We understand here. All right, sick. So Purdue and Montana State. Purdue, um, yeah, they move on. That's just I I, I don't think Montana State's good that good. In the firepower you Purdue. Next is this is interesting. We got Xavier and we got Miami. Um I think I think Xavier probably is the edge here. I think Miami could absolutely be a team that can pull off some upsets. But overall I think Xavier's got a better squad. Um they have been a little weak in recent Big East play. But in general I think that um they definitely have the loaded firepower to beat Miami. So Xavier moves on to face Purdue. Next one, we got Illinois, Ohio. Um, I, Ohio is good. Illinois is better. Illinois could absolutely make run this tournament, and Illinois is moving on. Woo. Next one, Arkansas, Michigan. Michigan is not moving on. I'm not even sure Michigan's making the tournament after that Jawan Howard situation. Arkansas is one of the best upset picks to get go really far in this tournament. They're so good and so dynamic. Arkansas, you're moving on, and that concludes our first round. 
It only took us 25 minutes to get through the entire first round. Almost 26. Alright. Now we move on to the second round. I said there was going to be more upsets. Do I? Am I right? Let's see. Alright. There we go. So. First, our first second round matchup will be Gonzaga and Murray State. Now, I love Murray State. I, th I think they're really underrated by the system. But they're not beating Gonzaga. I'm sorry. Gonzaga is one of the better teams in, not one, the one of the best. I think they'll hold that number one overall seed in the same areas can be, and whatever happens. Gonzaga, you're moving on. Then we got, we got North Texas facing Texas. <laughs> we got a Texas battle over here. I think Texas, with their sheer amount of transfers and just how much they bring to the table, I think they will end North Texas, North Texas run here. It's a good run. It's a good second in a row. First round win, uh, but I am sending Texas on to the Sweet 16 to face Gonzaga. Gonzaga, can I face Boston? Um, moving on, we have um, the Duke Blue Devils against the Mark against Marquette Golden Eagles. Ooh. I think Marquette can do this. I think they. I think they're a great upside pick. I think. I think they're one of the better teams, absolutely. So, yeah, you know what, Marquette, you're moving on past Duke. Um, I'm not being kind to the top seeds at all. I don't think Duke's all that good because they keep losing to ACC teams, and ACC is not that good of a conference. So, yeah, Marquette, you move on to the Sweet 16. Who will you face? I'm be told. Villanova or USC? I'm going to be honest with you. I think Villanova is pretty weak, and I think USC is pretty strong. Manity is most of the top watchers from the UCLA game. So we're going to do another upset. USC moves on to face Marquette. It's like a 7-6 matchup in the Sweet 16. Booyah. All right. So, yeah. So USC's moving on. I didn't think they're better. Uh, then we got Auburn and Iowa State. The upset pick run ends here, unfortunately, for uh, for, Iowa, for um, uh, the lower seats. And uh, Auburn is better. You can't, you can't lie to me and say I'm going to spend Iowa State. So, yeah, I'll make you move on. We're going a little quicker. So, why not? Because uh, the last round took 25 minutes. So, I quit. This will take 10 easily. So, uh, moving on. We got Wisconsin and UConn. Interesting one. UConn fans, my kindness ends here to you. I think Wisconsin is really, really good this year. I know my friend, I agree with him. They're always mediocre. But I think this, this team's just different. Johnny Davis is just different. So yeah, and the resume is so good. They make home wins. Wisconsin, I think, in your sweet 16 bounce, my friend. Moving on, we got Kentucky and Colorado State. Now you're probably thinking, based on all my past life, I'm picking upset here. I am not. Kentucky is really, really good, and therefore, um, I'm picking them to move on here. Kentucky, you're going to the sweet 16. World's very bid. Uh, Colorado State's pretty good. I actually think they have to be quite the firepower and all that stuff. Moving on. Tennessee, LSU, Tennessee. That's easy. Um, LSU being one time this year, I think they split. Um, SEC, this is SEC, so it couldn't happen. But Tennessee, Tennessee, I think is better. They've shown they're better right now, and I think they're moving on. We got Arizona and Seton Hall. Um, Seton Hall got barely moved on past Wyoming. And Arizona is one of the best teams in the country, if not the best team in the country. Arizona is not. Now, we got, uh, we're at the 40-minute mark here. Thank you for sticking in, if you have. Uh, now we got Iona and Alabama. The rematch from the round 64 last year. 
and I think Alabama's going to be able to do it. Um, I think Alabama will once again prevail. I think Rupertino's been great, but I think Alabama's really dangerous this year. Or they're going to lose the first round. No one knows. Alabama, you're going to Sweet 16. Congratulations. Now, we got Baylor and St. Mary's. Um, Baylor seems a little weak. St. Mary seems pretty strong. But in general, I just think the committee saw something, man. And Baylor is fantastic. They have such great guard play. I think Baylor will be able to move on over to the Sweet 16. All right. Texas Tech versus Davidson. Davidson's upset run. I think we'll unfortunately come to a conclusion right here. And Texas Tech will move on to the Sweet 16. Well, the best teams like them. I'm telling you right now. Texas Tech is really underrated. You're welcome, Texas Tech fans. Now we got Kansas and Wake Forest. Now Wake Forest, I said they were really good. I said they I said they were one of the best bubble teams. If they they, were, they probably should be in right now. Um but Kansas is better. The one season gets tough but you can't just prepare. So Kansas, you're moving on. South Coast State versus Rutgers. I get to move on my team. I didn't even see Rutgers was next, I promise you. Um I think UCLA that'd been fun because Miles Johnson would be doing match. I think we could definitely beat South Coast State. Um, it would be a fun, great game. Uh, I think Rutgers goes to the Sweet 16. Call me biased. We can absolutely go to the Sweet 16. Call me biased. Purdue and Xavier. Purdue is one of the best teams. Their, their defense will hurt them in the long run, but Purdue's moving on past Xavier. Xavier's great squad, though. Illinois and Arkansas. Ooh. This might be the best matchup of the second round so far. The one I'm really going to pause for. Arkansas and Illinois. Ah. It depends what kind of Illinois we're going to get. Because if you get the Illinois, the Rutgers was able to lock down, then that's not going to be the Illinois. It's going to be Arkansas. If you get the Illinois that blew out Michigan State. Not, was it Michigan? No, not Michigan State. They blew out, um, not Michigan State. But they, but they beat Michigan State and Wisconsin. Then you're going to get an Illinois that beats Arkansas. I really, really like Arkansas. I do. But I have a friend who's an Illinois fan, and he might watch this and get very mad if I went against him. So Illinois goes on. Illinois is, is, Illinois is really good, and they're going to go on. Funnily enough, <laughs> they're facing, uh, no, no, they're facing Purdue. That's funny. Topic 10 matchup. All right. That concludes our second round. we got two and a half minutes left, 445. Plan to end around 45 here. We go to the Sweet 16. All right. Gonzaga and Texas. Texas made a great run, Sweet 16. Uh, pick and go to the Final Four last year, and I'm still mad about that. And Gonzaga's a better team. Still overall. So, Gonzaga, you're going to the Elite Eight for the 100th straight year. Um, now we got, we got, um, Moquette and USC. That's a fun one. Fun one and a tough one to predict. I think USC is really similar to last year. I think they're, I think with Isaiah Mobley with their firepower, uh, I think Marquette's also really, really good. But I think Marquette's one ends here just because they have sometimes these offensive sorts where they can't score and that'll hurt them in the long run. And I'm, I'm going to move on USC to the Elite Eight to face Gonzaga. Again, the Elite Eight. Second straight year in a row. Looking for USC. You're going on. Uh, so now we got Auburn. Uh, facing off against, I gotta figure out who this is, Kentucky! I just slammed my thing. Um, Kentucky. That's an interesting one. Very interesting one right there. Um, 
Auburn, I think, is more clutch, and that's what's going to get them to move on here. Um, I think Jabari Smith's ridiculous. And that's overall what's going to get them uh, to move on here. So, yeah, welcome to the Elite Eight, Auburn. Kentucky used to really, really good. I don't know how you got paired up with Auburn here. That's just that's a very unlucky draw. Sorry. Sorry about that one, Kentucky. Um, so... Next one is Tennessee. Did I skip one? I must have skipped one. I did. My bad. It's Auburn, Wisconsin. So, um, Auburn, Wisconsin. I could see Wisconsin doing this, um, but I once again, Sam Morgan is Kentucky. I think they're really clutch, and Auburn will eventually do it. Kentucky. Oh, this is funny. Kentucky and Tennessee. will face off here in the Sweet 16 if my uh, picks happen with what I think they will. Uh, and so, I think Kentucky's the better team overall. They'll get the best of them. Also, Tennessee gets no during sports um, in general. Kentucky, you move on. The rivalry game of the Sweet 16. Congratulations. Enjoy your stay. Moving on. We have Arizona facing off against Alabama. Um, I think Arizona's really, really good. And so, I think that, I just think they're better. So, Arizona, Alabama, though, absolutely could upset them. We've seen what they could do throughout the year. Alabama, you move on. Baylor facing off against Texas Tech. I get to say now that um, Texas Tech beats Baylor. I think Baylor was overrated by far in the committee thing. And Texas Tech's one of the best teams in the country. So, Texas Tech, you're moving on. The elite. The elite. Um, oh, boo. <laughs> Well, with the run-ins here. Uh, Kansas will play Rutgers. As much as I'd love to say that Rutgers be Kansas, then this, this rack would be completely biased. And Kansas is the better team overall than Rutgers. So, therefore, Kansas, you're going on. Congratulations. You really did take it. Now, I pick Illinois. Illinois-Purdue. Ooh, a fun one. It's really tough to be the same team three times in one year. But Purdue is a lot better than Illinois. And I think their defense can beat them. So, Purdue... You're moving on to the Elite Eight. Um, so, yeah. That's what Elite said. We've already passed four minute mark, so you're welcome. Here we go. So, our Elite Eight is now, it'll be Gonzaga facing off against USC. Gonzaga is better. Once again, they will prevail and probably blow out once again and go to their 100th straight Final Four. Congratulations, Gonzaga. All right. Moving on. We got Kentucky. Now, Kentucky will be facing off against Arizona. I'm, I'm skipping one. I know I am. Skip one here. No, Kentucky. No, no, no. Because, yeah, Auburn, Kentucky. There we go. Auburn, Kentucky. So, we do get the matchup here. A uh, fun one. Fun SEC matchup. I already said Auburn earlier, and there are, and so I'm going to stick with that pick. Auburn, you're moving on to the final four. 501 seed right now, that is bad. Very, very chalk. It ends up chalk. So my brackets go. All right. Next one we have is Arizona and Texas Tech. That's mean. You can't do that to me. You can't even decide. Arizona, Texas Tech. These are two of my, sorry, Dalia was a little slow there. Um, Arizona, Texas Tech. These are two of my favorite teams. These are my two fair teams right now, um, to move on. I know you have a final between them. They got the record. 
Um, so this is a great, great Elite Eight matchup. I think, I think, um, Texas Tech is probably the better team because they have more Q1 wins. And Arizona has looked a little faulty recently, especially against Oregon and those kind of opponents. So, Texas Tech, the final four you go. For the second time in three years, congratulations. Kansas and Purdue. I think Kansas is slightly overrated with how they've been. I think they're the best team in the best conference. I know that, but I still think Purdue's a little better. Their defense will come back to bite them. But yeah, Purdue, to the final four you go. Congratulations. All right. So, we got our final four set. For the first one here, we got Gonzaga and Auburn. What a good matchup, man. What a good matchup. So Gonzaga is probably gonna be my pick here. Um, Auburn's really good, but they've also showed some some uh, weaknesses with that Fort loss. Anyway. So Gonzaga going to national championship. Congratulations, Texas Tech and Purdue. Purdue's defense will come back to bite now, but this is where it comes. Texas Tech, you're moving on to the final for the second time in three years. Good job, my boy. So our final is Gonzaga and Texas Tech. And I don't want the number one overall seed to win my tournament. No, 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 no. We're not having that happen. Texas Tech, I think you're ridiculous, and I think you're one of the best teams, and you could absolutely make the title run. So congratulations, Texas Tech. You are moving on. You are the national champion of this bracket right now. Congratulations, my friends, over at over at uh, Arlington. I don't know where Texas Tech is. I'm stupid. Um, so, yeah, that's my bracket. hope you enjoyed it. It was like a four-minute bracket section. Yeah, uh, make sure to listen more of the Gear Up podcast on Buzzsprout. Every episode will always be on Spotify. First thing will be on Buzzsprout. Then listen to the third episode of the Gear Up podcast. Signing off right now. Be safe. Have fun. And watch some sports this weekend, man. This week overall. March Madness is soon. Teeing up. Have a good day, everyone. Bye.